can anyone live with Eartha Kitt? That's not for me to decide. That's for someone who decides to live with me to decide, not for me. But are you willing to compromise within a relationship? Compromise? What is compromising? Compromising for what? Compromising for what reason? To compromise for what? What is compromise? If a man came into your life, wouldn't you want to compromise? <laughs> Stupid. A man comes into my life and I have to compromise. You must think about that one again. <laughs> I don't see it. A man comes into my life and I have to compromise for what? Compromise for what? For what? A relationship is a relationship that has to be earned, not to be compromised for. And that love relationship is certainly fantastic. I think they're wonderful. I think they're great. There's nothing in the world more beautiful than falling in love. But falling in love for the right reason. Falling in love for the right purpose. Falling in love. Falling in love. When you fall in love, what is there to compromise about? Isn't union between two people love? Or does Eartha fall in love with herself? If you were to think about it in terms of analyzing, yes. That was a reading of an interview with Eartha Kitt about the nature of compromise. That is Reverse Rail, and I am Rob Illiterate because I can't quite get a read on a few things. And on this episode, we're discussing a creep in the shadows, black women, a WrestleMania checklist, and cash shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. So I wanted to touch on compromise right now because I feel like that there's somebody in the booking on this here road to WrestleMania making some goddamn compromises with the man. That's how I feel. It's, it's a lot of... And guys, we've been gone for a while. We're going to touch on the, you know, the chamber fallout and, and a few more things. But we're just off. We're fresh off. I mean, it's 11.08 over here. We are fresh off the heels of Monday Night Raw. And so we've seen, you know, Raw last week, SmackDown last week, and tonight's Raw. And uh, something in the milk is a little curdled. And we're going to dive into that. Reverse? What the fuck was that Raw? <laughs> the nerve. The audacity. The gumption. The gall. <laughs> Promo mania. Uh, that was it. That was promo mania. That was not good, and it it just something feels off. That just, something just feels so off. We don't want to be conspiracy theorists. We don't want to like push this agenda that this, then the third may be happening. But clearly, something is off because what we've gotten since July. This mm-hmm. seems like. I don't want to say a total 180, but we're about we're at about 160 of a turn right now. So there's so much to unpack, and hopefully pack it back in and send it the fuck back where it was. Because <laughs> return address. <laughs> what the hell? Brock versus almost is serious. Like what? There, um, that was okay. So that was the first thing that rang a bell to us, right? We were like. And by the end of Raw last week, we agreed. It's, it feels like, without talking about the shadowy nigga over the over there, like the shadowy figure over there in the distance, that may be trying to, you know, get his wrinkly hands back in the booking books. That bitch is back. Yeah, this delusional ass bitch is back, y'all. This 
um, it felt like too many hands were in the pot, right? On Monday. And that was the that, first thing that's that literally us what you said. I got You said that last Monday. I said it feels like there's too many hands in the pot coming off of elimination chamber. And I'm I, and so let me let's take a pause before yeah. we jump to that. Let's I want to talk uh-huh. about what the chamber felt like to me. First off, mm-hmm. two of the best book chambers I think I've ever seen. Okay, in terms of the, the men and the women, they showed the fuck out on both sides, right? And then um, a solid. A solid card front to back chamber slate. What I what what happened with Sami Zayn is what we said would happen, but what I did not predict was I was it, it sometimes during like the crowd on Friday at SmackDown before Chamber, at Chamber, the night after in Ottawa. Like I just kept getting misty. I like somebody was chopping some fucking onions in here. I was like, why why am I this moved by this? But I think you just at, at the at the level that we've watched this into the and the length at which we watch this, um, you feel for them as people. And that's a moment that will that will probably sit at the top of that man's career. And I don't know that man personally from Adam, but just for what I know this business means to him and who he is as a performer and then who he is as a person in regards to what we do know in terms of his morals and integrity and the things he does not, you know, won't go for and does stand up for. It couldn't happen, you know, to a better person. And it was just, it was beautiful to watch. It was moving to watch. And I said then, you know, I don't know how you get this back in a can. And as a parent tonight, he wasn't present at all. And there was still a Sammy Chan. So it's, it's they're finding their way to get it back into the can. Um, having him cut the promo to kind of start, start that process was was smart. Um, but just, but I, I, with Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement, it was powerful. I loved it. It's hard to compare apples to oranges in that situation. But I was not nearly as emotionally moved and happy for a person as I was for Sami Zayn uh, in that in that forty eight hour run leading into Chamber. Um, Elimination Chamber was fantastic. Um, it, it was great, top to bottom for me. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. The men's Chamber, I think for me, is the best Elimination Chamber of all time. Um, that that's that on that. Um, New Year's Revolution '06 was a fantastic one. I think this topped it. Um, Roman and Sammy. I believe I said on this on the last episode. The only Sammy was never winning. The only mm-hmm. thing I really did not want to happen was Jay turning on him and bending the knee to Roman again, which didn't. So I'm fine with what happened. I'm fine with where we are, and. That's that. And Cody, by the grace of God, has seemed so far to it to escape the backlash. There, there doesn't seem to be a backlash right. against Cody. Um, and I think the promo with him and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. goes a long way with helping to establish that. And also, I think people... The difference here, I, I realized this tonight, is that it's with someone like the last time it was Batista who won the rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Roman who won the rumble. Somebody that people were saying was forced down our throats and somebody who had come back as a part-time legend in Batista to mm-hmm. to do what he does, right? Mm-hmm. I think the difference here is that people know that Cody's a hard fucking worker. He's put in the work and he 
off Hell in a Cell alone <laughs> yeah. deserves an earn. So I think people are remembering this is not someone that's going to go away after Mania coming to take the spot that we think Sammy should have. This is someone who's earned it. He, you know, so I think that's helping a lot. And I'm glad because I like Cody. Like I said, him being able to pull off white meat, pure baby face in 2023 is amazing. We have a respect debt with Cody Rhodes. Yes. And, we, and, we, and we're still paying on it. So it is what it is. Like we, we don't, we do look at him differently. I think having the two go back to back, uh, you know, uh, and face to face was was masterful in, her, in the promos with Heyman and then with each other. Um, yeah. And I think that, that did a huge favor in regards to how we view him. And the man is just continuing to ascend in his in ring performance. Like tonight, uh, he someone was talking about ascend that Cody Cutter. <laughs> That fucking Cody Cutter? My, my nigga was 25 feet in the fucking air. That fucking Cody Cutter, and it was something else that he did. I was like, oh, he's on one right now. He's Cody Rose yeah. is on one right now. They, they said, we give you the ball, and my nigga said, oh, one second. They're like, Cody Rose <laughs> is on one right now. I can't, it's no, like, promo-wise, the in-ring is, like, ticking up to match the promos, if not already there. Mm-hmm. Um, He's getting ready to show out in that ring. So, I, I you know, like, I, it, it's a I fair trade. Go ahead, go ahead, and I'll say my point. Well, I was going to, I was going to also say that also, Sammy got something in the loss that for where he is in his career, he needed right because yes, we know Unabomber. what Sammy is. is right, Unabomber Sammy, we know what he's what he's capable of, but the main roster and the main crowd hasn't really seen that. And even in his run with the Bloodline, and we know him to be, you know, had to have been one of the best Emory performers in that group. He wasn't really getting too much of a wrestling spotlight necessarily. He would get his wins, but nothing major, nothing, nothing really big on this side. He just went toe to toe and arguably beat Roman Reigns without a referee. So he got the Drew KO rub in this moment, which mm-hmm. he really hasn't had on the main roster. So right. though that though it wasn't the conclusion that some would have liked, um, it still now firmly establishes him in that upper card and that he deserves to be in that conversation going forward. So with that being said, no qualms for me on, on that. Yes. We knew he wasn't going to win. In a fairy tale world, it could have happened, but it, it was what it was. We'll go yeah. back to you. I wanted to say that Cody, um, you mentioned his in-ring, and I remember saying several times, my stance on Cody used to be very indifferent to where I thought he was nowhere near as bad as people who hate him says he is. And he's nowhere near as good as people who love him says he is. Since he's come back to WWE, I have enjoyed his in-ring work Mm -hmm. so much more than most everything he did in AEW. And he's made me an, an active fan of his. I look forward to Cody Rhodes cutting a promo and which I always did because he's a fantastic orator. But now I look forward to Cody Rhodes wrestling, which I never did before. That man went for a Cody Cutter, jumped on the top rope, dapped up Sting, and came back down and, and put Chad Gable through that mat. And not for nothing, Chad Gable been showing the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, no, Chad. It, it, it's weird to see the WrestleMania main eventer, in, and this is no disrespect, intended at all to be paired with and wrestle somebody so low on the card like weeks before wrestlemania so i'm glad you said that because now we can leave our praise session and spin back into the read <laughs> uh, but 
But hold on. This is just for mm-hmm. Chad. Chad mm-hmm. gave him shows the fuck out, and he did tonight again. That was a fantastic match. Yes. So there have been those odd pairings, though, like Bobby taking on Elias tonight. Um, even even a week or two ago with um, Madcap taking on Gunther. Um, we're, we're pulling people from opposite sides of the card. And I don't know if it's to see if it's a litmus to see if that person is over enough to rub that person. I don't know if it's a matter of TV time. I don't know what's going on. But we're seeing a lot of odd, inconsequential pairings in the in the the booking, you know, 11th hour for your season finale. And it's not, that's where I'm kind of getting lost right now. Because we left Chamber on that high, you know? Like, like mm-hmm. we said, after Chamber, we said, baby, from SummerSlam to motherfucking Chamber, we have been on a tear. Ain't yeah. been a bad pay-per-view since. They're normally... A to Z, completely sickening. And here we are now going into the one that we're getting ready to be at, which is the first time in, what, two years because we didn't go last year. So we're we're beyond revved up. We're beyond excited. You ain't even got to do much at this point. Like, I'm hard. I'm brick. You ain't... <laughs> we can skip the foreplay. We ain't... Like, we're there. Like, I don't need you to do anything else. Like, this has been one, like, nine-month edging session. Like, I'm good. Whenever you're ready, you know, and it's rounds, it's going rounds. And so that's where we are right now. Like, so we're coming in today and we get on Monday and it's odd. We get this backstage announcement with almost saying he wants to challenge, of all people, Bobby Lashley. Baby, you barely got past, and you didn't get past Braun Strowman. Brock Lesnar. I mean, Bobby, excuse me, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you didn't get past Bobby. You didn't get past Strowman, essentially, to some degree. And now here you are challenging Brock. You have no wins underneath your belt. So that's another odd pairing of Brock Lesnar and almost. He has been a ghost all year. He has been gone for months. He has done absolutely nothing. There is no way in hell you can convince me that Triple H's booking for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, that he envisioned it being almost because he has not done shit with almost since he's taken over. And leaving Elimination Chamber, I have WrestleMania fever. Okay, me, me, some of my friends, Marcus, Tim, Josh, we, we always talk to each other around, we talk to each other all year, but around WrestleMania time, we always let each other know, hey, it's there, I got it, I'm starting to feel like I got WrestleMania fever. I had full-blown WrestleMania fever following Elimination Chamber. I'm ready. After two Raws, especially tonight... They gave me some Advil. That's all I'm going to say. They they gave me some Advil. My fever <laughs> is way down from where it was. They gave you a little testing. Yeah. They gave some testing. They rub some Vicks on your chest. They rub a little yeah, Vicks on your chest and under your nose. And, and I, like, what was this? What uh, was this? Uh, I mean, I, I, it's it's really strange because... Bray had already broke that up for y'all. Bray gave y'all the perfect out. Bray said, whoever survives this here match, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Right? Yeah. And, said, whoever, and so- whoever survives, um, pause for a second. I want to say this very specifically because it goes into what you're about to say and it and it matters to where we're going. I watched it right before we got on. What he said is, whichever mm-hmm. you walk, whichever one of you walks out alive, Mm-hmm. Whichever one of you is the winner, those are two different things. They are. And with the hindsight of the finish and knowing it, he's addressing both of them. 
Right. Bobby Lashley was the winner. Brock Lesnar walked out alive because he left Bobby Lang. Right. Go ahead. The booking, the booking fed what he said. The booking was very specific to be ambiguous to, to meet both ends of what he said. Right. So if they had given me a triple threat, I'd have been fine. You know, because it could have been definitely Bray given very much. It's time to put both of you down. I'm tired. There needs to be one dominance in this area, and it needs to be me. I can write that story. I can make that make sense. Omos, almost. I don't. Huh? Huh? Ha! Who 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 invited you, girl? Like, and uh, when he issued the challenge last week, I said, "I hope this is a red herring. I hope it's a setup to get Brock in the ring." And Bobby to come out and they jump him. We we full blown now with the um, hurt business, which we seem to have completely dropped. Well, no, because tonight it was a lot of a lot of hurts said and a lot of businesses said. So it's very weird. But tonight as well, because uh, last the week before he was with Shelton and um, what's my boy name Cedric. He was I with mean them. with Bobby specifically though. I mean with Bobby. Right, but he still cut kind of a heel promo, so it's it, it it's it's it feels like there again there are too many hands in the pot, too many chefs in the kitchen, because yeah, and who's this is child. Well, I, they should have booed Brock at for what he did at Chamber, but it was in Canada, which we know is to be you know the upside down. Yeah. So in Canada, it's gonna give what it's gonna give, but I don't really yeah. know what the fuck is going on, and it's starting to feel like again that they don't. And it's odd because even if the shadowy figure, you know, in the, in the wrinkly hand is coming into play, Bobby versus Brock is right in his wheelhouse. That's something he would love. Two big, two big meaty men slapping around like, uh, yeah. like that's something that gets him going. So you I don't understand. Confused. You being confused about my question is very indicative of people just being confused about what the fuck is going on. When I said who's the hill, I meant between Bobby and Bray. Not Brock. Oh. Because Brock isn't even in that equation now. Bobby Lashley yeah. was there at Raw. Last time he saw Brock Lesnar, he nutshotted him and got put through a table and got his ass beat because he wanted to escape the hurt lock. Brock Lesnar was in the ring. Mm -hmm. Chilling. Bobby Lashley is there. Nothing. So what tonight yeah. tells me is that is done. That is that's what, tonight, that's, what tonight, that's what tonight says. And then when he, he mentioned him tonight, it made it even more weird because to your point, and when I'm agreeing with you, if it is done, why are you even mentioning him? Go straight, you know, head first into the break thing. Why are you still mentioning Brock Lesnar at all? And he's backstage. I am very, very confused right now. And the way, and Sir Tracy Spencer... And the way <laughs> that, that his promo kind of wrapped up on Brock. Honestly, it was very much, oh, Brock did this, and I should have got my licks back, but instead mm -hmm. I got Bray coming at mm -hmm. me, so now let me focus on Bray. That's what his promo was. He laid the mm -hmm. Brock thing to rest. So mm -hmm. to end a program with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, Lashley we ended it on a DQ right before WrestleMania. Makes what no sense. What the fuck? That makes literally no sense. And it's also tied to more nonsensical booking um, like the women's tag team belts that we just saw switch over to um, Lady Leets and Miss Lynch. Um, no. 
and that feels like the arbitrary like we're gonna put this uh these belts on a hodgepodge tag team uh to get to get from x to z you know like a to z it, it makes it's like here and I, i'm gonna pause to to, to kind of go here and come back wrestlemania and that's what i'm starting to see as well and this is my one of my first reads for triple h to to a degree because it is scattered throughout but it's not permeating the entire card at this moment there's a couple things going on that don't have like any kind of a a personal beef buy-in, right? Like there's no heat here. And 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 like to piggyback on what we just talked about, the heat is still Brock and Bobby. And we're leaving that heat to go to programs that have no linear build, that have no heat, no passion, no nothing, just me and you in the ring. And there's certain matches I kind of get like this you get they get lined up off of a work rate perspective. Like I want this work, this this workhorse in the ring with this workhorse. Okay, great, whatever. Um, that's a takeover card. Cool, got it. Then it's, sometimes it's about a matter of I want this name in the ring with this name. Like you know, we're looking like now we're probably going to get Lita and Lynch heading towards uh, you know Rousey and Baszler. So Are we'll we? have you know, baby. Because I now I'm led to believe we're get all the tag titles even going to be defended because now it looks like we're getting Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. Like which was the original Lita- plan. But right, Lena injecting herself or Trish injecting herself in this creates a three on three scenario. But what about the tag titles? Like, I, I what about Shane and, and Vaughn? Oh, and from oh. what we heard, uh, y'all, originally Trish was supposed to be here last week. They pulled Trish, we put her back in this week, allegedly, so that she could turn on Lita and Becky, and then we would get Trish. And Bailey versus Lita and Becky, which I would have lived for because it would have freed up Dakota and EO for their payoff to focus on the tag belts in a tag feud that makes sense. And we could have something something magical happening there for those belts. But now they're getting tied up and probably not defended in some kind of a six man, six woman, excuse me, or you know, like whatever the case may be. I don't like any of that because it's not the story that's been told. For damage control yeah. to this point, the same way it is not the story that's been told for Bobby and Brock. And that's my thing. WrestleMania normally was it wasn't ever the conclusion of a mini feud. Even the undercard was like, bitch, me and you have been scrapping for a while, and I'm sick of your shit. Like, like WrestleMania is the blow-off. If your feud don't necessitate a blow-off, or you're not a, a champion that hasn't been toppled. I'm not understanding what's going on here. I'm not. I'm not uh, understanding the booking here. Oh, why is you here? There's still room or time, rather, for Trish to turn. But then, what does that turn into? Lita and and uh, Becky defending against Bailey and Trish, like that see, doesn't line up with Triple H's booking. And neither does taking the tag titles off of Dakota Ex- and EO That's right before that, WrestleMania. That was my point. It didn't, it didn't need the belts. All you needed was, whoa, it's time to rock and roll. Right. Am I going to put you down tonight and call and, and cost Becky and, and Lita and stand in the ring with damage control as the as Raw goes off? And it's giving, bitch, I got to watch next week because what is this even giving right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at, oh, wait, what? She's aligned with them? That's like a you know, not to the, the height, but that's like a, you know, that's an old NWO, you know, close out. Like that's like a what just happened, girl? Like, you know, that's a gag. 
You know, what has Trish seen in damage control to say, let me realign with, with the new body and let the old girls know, like, y'all time is done. Let these new girls run it. Get out the way. I appreciate what they did because they come in, they come in and done something that we couldn't do back in our day. So I'm living for this right now. So I'll need you and your neck in the way of it, Lita. Move it. And, and so now this tear that Rhonda and Shayna has been on is clearly been leading to the tag title. So is this a way to get Rhonda and Becky in the ring together at WrestleMania again and have Rhonda and Shayna go over? That way Next year, we get Becky and Ronda one-on-one with both of them claiming victory at WrestleMania over the other for, for a rubber match that's finally a one-on-one. Like, I, where are we going with it? And usually, this is a good thing, right? It's like, oh, I don't know where we're going. But it's a convoluted mess. Yeah, it, it's, we made it harder than it needed to be. Um, whenever, and that's my thing. This year, as opposed to last year... We would normally be arguing about them shoehorning in stuff at the last minute. We normally that would be the argument. Now. Right. We're arguing about it now, but from the perspective of there's no need to shoehorn in when you had a story when you've had stories that gave you the matches that should be happening. It's different now. Like we're like we're shoehorning in when we have st- like we were shoehorning in last year with nothing on the car. Okay, cool, whatever. We're shoehorning in now when we had viable options. Why are we doing like for instance, let's let's look over on the positive side for a second. The judgment day. Everybody is outside of, of the Puerto Rican princess, outside of Puerto Rican princess, all of them have storied feuds going into WrestleMania. Sickening. Sickening. Like it don't get no better than that. All of them are personal, as personal as personal can get outside of uh Anything involving the bloodline, this is the next viable storyline. Personal. Every single mm-hmm. thing they got going on is personal. And really, Damien ain't even got to have no match. He could just flank the girls all night long on the way to the ring and give me a different look every time. Very much uh, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Please. Please. Um, I know I totally agree. He could give me a new bundle and a new color. And a new vest for every occasion. I'm coming to the ring every and I want y'all to bring back the old WrestleMania carts that they used to have in it. The mini the mini rings. I, <laughs> I don't agree. With, by the end of the night, I want them to have a blowout. <laughs> oh my gosh, shut up. I totally agree with Judgment Day and like they months and months ago, they were just floundering and it was just like, okay, what are y'all doing? Judgment Day to me, aside from the bloodline, is the most intriguing thing on WWE television right now. I don't know how the fuck Dominic has gone from my absolute shit list to one of the people I look forward to seeing the most every week on Raw. I don't understand. This man has clocked in. He is you know when it, You know when bed. it started? You know when it started? When the, when, the, when the current regime took over. That's when that started. Yeah, absolutely. When that, so, when that shit, we figured it out way. Yeah, oh yeah, he's yeah. It's special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I love the queen. Rhea need the dog walker, right? I already said that. Finn Balor, I ex- mm-hmm. laid out the challenge. I expect Edge to 
to Lay down. Uh, call it a Hell in a Cell. I expect him to say, if we're going to do this, if we're going to end this at WrestleMania, let's cut the bullshit. We're doing it inside the cell. Hell in a Cell. Right. I want every member of the Judgment Day going go over. over at WrestleMania. To go and over. I want them talking their cash shit the very next night and elevating them to main event status because that group should be Raw's main event. It's done. I mean, I'm going over my father, who is who is legacy, who is Latin luchador legacy. And oh, pause. My father, who is in 19 feuds himself right now, <laughs> and all with Puerto Ricans and and other Cubans and, and Mexicans, <laughs> and the whole Latinx community and Spanish speaking community is trouncing upon that man to take the lucha crown. I, it's ridiculous. That man is in 14 if, feuds right now. If I'm Rey Mysterio, honestly. I hate everybody. This, I have no friends. Is, no, but, but I'm talking about the actual man, right? Not the character. If I'm Rey Mysterio, I got to sit down and think, there is no better way for me to fucking retire than to put my son over at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. That's I'm it. going home after that. I'm done. I, I done gave y'all 55 years <laughs> of this. <laughs> Okay, I am a legend, and when it all comes down to it, when you talk about the greatest of all time list and blah, Rey Mysterio has to be on it. He's like, on it. Cut the shit. He has to be on it. There is He's nothing that man needs to do or can do at this point. He is perpetually over. He is perpetually the fucking man. He is the greatest luchador and the greatest mass wrestler of all time. He all is times. it. There. There is no better way to go out than to put your son over in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania. Retire. Because Dominic can live off of that shit for as long as they fucking want him to. I retired my daddy. He's in a few with, with, with Puerto Rican, um, you know, timekeeper. He is in a few with, uh, what, a potential turn few with the God of Phantasm, Phantasm, Phantasma. Um, he is in a few with Judgment Day, which has a Puerto Rican. Like, it's all a bunch of non-Americans just letting Ray Mysterio have it right now. <laughs> with that being said, Dominic is poised to go over the man that brought him into the helped bring him into the world and brought him into wrestling. The name that he carry that he will take on and carry the mantle for. So it's putting down his father. Rhea gets to put down the queen, the lady that put her down when she called her shot and, and she and she missed, right? She mm-hmm. gets to put down the 14-time world champion, right? And then Edge uh Edge is getting put down by Finn Balor. A Hall of Famer is going to succumb to Prince Devitt. <laughs> There's no other way to book this. I need them to run the fucking gamut at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Absolutely. That booking is complete brilliance. Uh, Vince must not know what's going on. Uh, Because it's amazing. Honestly, it's... It sucks that the titles are where they're at right now because Finn Balor Mm -hmm. should be in a title program after WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. He should be in a world title. And if he is, he's going to lose because it's way too soon. Cody ain't winning that belt and then dropping it immediately. Because, yeah. I mean, you ask for it. You ask for people to be written the same way, just as good. And now we have viable options for world champions that are not just Roman Reigns and the person he's currently feuding with. Like, now, there are several options. With the split coming, and we, we've heard the split What's is coming. Split? The title split. Are we sure that's coming? We're not sure, but in a world where it does happen, and Cody says, I was only after this one, I'm going to send this one to a tournament, which I don't want, which I do hate. Don't get me wrong. But if that does happen and, and Judgment Day moves to SmackDown, well, 
and Roman takes his vacation, Finn is now in the conversation. Yeah, I. it needs to be something... It needs to be coming from management. It needs to be Adam Pierce saying, not that these belts off of Roman, we have to split them, and Cody agreeing. I, I do not want any wrestler relinquishing a title and choosing one over the other. I've already said that. That's I agree with the writing there. Yeah, if, 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 management, if management says, yeah. all right, enough's enough, this needs to happen now. I'm, I'm fine with that as well, too. Decide which to one here. you want to relinquish. Yeah, right. Decide which one you want to relinquish. I'm, I'm, however, if we get there, if it gets relinquished and goes to a tournament and Judgment Day is now on SmackDown, hey. I'm with it. I'm not mad but, if my doll, if, if Finn and, and Sammy are not in that conversation, if Main Event J is not in that conversation, like however it happens, those are people that have definitely earned to be in that in that upper crust at this point. I want it to happen. KO as well. You know, girls go get it. Make it happen. Hold on, hold on um, one second. Hold on one second. Let me hold on. We are experiencing technical issues. There is no cause for alarm. Please be at ease. Thank God. See see what Raw got me doing, okay? I'm drinking this good, cracking, spiced black rum because Raw oh, wow. stressed me the hell out. She was terrible. Um, oh, and I don't understand oh. why. And it, like I said, even even the week before, even SmackDown, like it was like, the, it all felt like post-Mania post Raws when we get, or post-Mania um, programming, because you know you get that first, you know, that they learned that we thought the post-Big Four uh, shows were a big deal and they, they made them horrible. Either way, normally on those, you know, two to three programs uh, succeeding WrestleMania is a reset. It's new feuds. It's new it's new pairings. Sometimes back in the day it was the draft, which may be coming back as well. Um, you get that refreshed, you know, random six-man tag that makes no sense. You get people, you know, from opposite ends of the cards fighting. You get those things, right? And so seeing that going into Mania was kind of weird. Because even on SmackDown, I was texting y'all, I was like, what is happening? Why is Madcap on this team? With with why why are Ricochet and Braun still a team? Why are they even fighting Imperium? Why are Shouldn't... Ricochet and Braun still a team? Oh my god! It was making Ooh. literally no sense. It was something else that happened in that like the first hour of oh Kofi Kofi fall La night. It was a whole bunch of things that like on a random August SmackDown. Okay, but a, a SmackDown like we should be every single segment should be consequential relative to and pointing and leading us towards WrestleMania. As of right now, it's starting to feel like we ain't really derailed, but we on the shoulder and we hitting them rumble strips and you wake back up and go, oh, girl, let me get a car straight. (laughs) That's what's happening right now. And what the hell is going on with uh, Mustafa Ali? What are they having him do? Why is he two-stepping and juking and jiving through the backstage area on Twitter now. What what is going on? What what is going on? You mean Bo Ali? <laughs> it's, it's giving Bo Dallas. And I get it, but it didn't go long <laughs> enough for it to be his thing now. Like Dolph was saying, you know, just be optimistic, keep trying, keep pushing. And he was giving, oh, optimism. Like I get where he was being funny, but I don't right now, because it didn't go long enough, it feels like we're trying on things to see what clicks. And it feels very, it's why we also got the reports last week that Vince was back in creative. Like, it feels like a very Vince thing to do. You know, it, I'm glad it feels you, desperate. I'm glad you mentioned, it feels desperate. I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned Bo Dallas. Because I'm going to go back to Bray and Bobby. First of all, Bray versus Bobby is just weird. It's fucking mm-hmm. weird. 
that's going to, I, I can't even envision how that match even goes down. That is probably going to, I, I love them both. But you want to talk about just and weird. styles that do not mesh at all? Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. But, weird. And not even just in the ring, outside of the ring, everything. But Bray has seemingly gone and reverted back to Funhouse Bray, and I don't understand. Um, I don't understand at all. What I think is happening with Bray is I think that we are finishing or we're we're picking back up where the story was going to go. I think we're I think we're falling back into, you know, take siphon siphon the breakout. We're falling back into where this was getting ready to go. And so I think that that's the disjointment is that you needed to have like this is something that has to continue and be concurrent and fluid and and run the run the full gamut. Otherwise it's 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 too many breaks in that. Um the novelty has not worn off, don't get me wrong. But it does get a bit weird when tonight you run the same muscle man promo you ran with Cena against Bobby. I'm a I hope I don't sound ridiculous. Um, but I'm gonna say it. It it the novelty has definitely worn off for me. Probably the biggest Bray fan we know, right? Um I what are we doing? I was saying, we well, doing? I mean, it ha- it didn't I didn't mind the pit stop to LA Knight because it led to a new iteration and a new wrinkle and a new focus. I was fine uh, with the LA Knight stuff. That pit stop yeah, with yeah, LA yeah, Knight yeah. was fine. I was fine with it. Yeah, I got fine when we when we got the end result, right? Um, and then we had, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uncle Howdy get involved and whatnot. Uh, Alexa got called home to glory. We don't know what's going on with her. So that's the weird thing, too. She's on a break right now, too. So that's strange. I think if we had her show back up, it would at least make it a little bit more like, hmm. But it is a clash of styles. It doesn't make sense when you had Bobby and Brock right there, the inevitable return and recongealing of a new Hurt business. It, it was all right there. I don't understand why you would do anything other than it's it's right there and it's working. What's this sudden mix-up about? And I didn't mind it at first from the perspective of we're dispersing the talent across the card, right? Instead of keeping Bobby and Brock together, we're going to find Bobby a new opponent and Brock a new opponent. Okay, those, those are two bona fide stars. They don't have to be in a program with each other. But that means you have to give their actual match a conclusion, which they did not really do, Right. I wouldn't have minded if they did, and then I wouldn't have minded if Brock had spun some way into Bray. That is more of a smash mouth mm-hmm. style that complements itself. And then right. Bobby could have gone on. And to be honest, let's be 100. We don't even need Cena back. We don't. We don't need Cena back for shit. He was just there in December. It's not a return next week. We don't with the, with the Sasha Banks, uh, you know, graphics. We don't need uh, Cena returning anytime soon. We don't need that, right? Bobby's thing was the the United States title, Brock costing him that numerous times. Now all that's off my plate, and I'm done with her. Miss Theory, bend it over. Like <laughs> I'm coming. Like what's like what's going? Like I don't get how we don't like. It was right there. If you wanted to split, you know, the talent and star power across across the card, cool. Brock and Bray, Bobby and uh, and Austin. That's easy. That's the one and done. I, but it's gotten weird. It's gotten weird out of nowhere and for no reason. And now we're injecting all of these people that we don't need to inject from, you know, love Trish, love Lita, Cena's cute, you know, whatever. You know, now we're doing all, like, huh? I don't understand what's happening. And, like, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. 
there's a mm -hmm. lot of smoke going on because there has seemingly been such a hard veer to the left in so many different places that it's hard to say something fishy isn't going on. Like, there's been so many hard left turns over the past yeah. two weeks that it's just like, huh? Like, wait, what? what is happening here? It's almost like someone said... I want to let you run through Chamber. You're going to give me the run into WrestleMania. So whenever we get done with Chamber, hand me them books. Oh, and that would make who correct? <laughs> oh, no. We always agreed that he was going to try to get his way back mm -hmm. into, the, into that spot. We all we, we never disagreed on that, that he was going to try. It's, I said it weeks ago. I was like, I would not be shocked if he don't get this close to it and, it and not want the full thing back. We talked about that being baked into the sale and why the sale hasn't been advantageous for him because they don't want him in most of these, in most of these, uh, you know, negotiations. He wants to be back at the helm of everything. So, and I was the first to say it last week, something feel a little shaky. <laughs> something in the water ain't clean. I'm just saying, um, when, when the children were questioning why he didn't just take over everything right away and I said, just wait for it. Because it, he's smarter than all of us. <laughs> He know what he's doing. He and here we are. This is what we're this is what we're edging into. This is exactly what we're edging into. He knew not to come in and just take everything over right away just like that. I I just, ugh, ugh, ugh. I thought it would I I've always thought it would be I, if if it had happened post mania cuz we've invested so much into WrestleMania now, I would have been like okay, whatever. Um before then I don't I just it didn't Rock make sense to me. Almost. I, oh my god. Yeah, it didn't. It, it it happening before. Like my thing would have been if I'm a maniacal, narcissistic sociopath. What I'm thinking is, okay, I've got everything I really want back, and if if all I really want is to sell, then I'm prepping that. If that's what I'm really all I really want, but if I if I want more than that, whatever. But if I'm looking at it logistically, you know what? I'm gonna let that boy finish out mania. Because you know what? Cool. Cool beans. You've got it. You've done your best. It's mine now, bitch. So finish it out. Do your thing. Write your best stories. It won't matter the night after. Like, that's how I would look at it, right? But but if you couldn't hold your hand till then, like, my God. Like, and that's what it's starting to look like. It's starting to look like it's too many. Triple H's booking has been so layered and so linear and so, like, sensible. You <laughs> logical. Hello. This is just weird. So you can this see when someone's hands weird. get in there. Or you can see when someone's hands are in the pot that are not his. And, and you, you know, can't make me believe said a few weeks ago, about a month ago, um, well, he's not back in creative, but he I'm talking to him about creative and he's giving me suggestions, but the final call lands on me. And I said, What the <laughs> so, how long is he going yeah. to mm -hmm. allow someone else to make the final call? Like, mm, I don't know about all this nonsense. Like, you're deferring, to, you're giving suggestions and hoping, Vince McMahon is hoping someone takes his suggestions and utilizes them. Get the fuck out of here. Why are you even giving suggestions? That don't make no goddamn sense. As good as the product has been with the numbers that it's been doing, with us being in metric mania since July, why? what suggestions are you even, why do you want to even, I would be thinking, but I'm also not crazy, but I would be thinking, oh, shit, it's a load well, off, you know what I'm saying? Well, do, you, do your thing. Do your thing because it's well, a load off. You know what? You got that under control. Run let, it. Let's, da, 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 da. Not start, let's not start just blatantly lying on this here podcast. 
All right? What? Talking about you ain't crazy. What uh-huh. I lied about? I had lied? You said, but I'm not crazy. But I had lied? It, that's what I just said. You just said, but I'm oh. not crazy. But I'm not. Let's I'm not. So oh, no, okay, either. <laughs> Come on, give me a little Richard. <laughs> okay. But either way, uh, I don't understand. I just, like, there's nothing to suggest when it's it's going so well. What this is, is your itch to be back behind the books, to be back in control. And so that's why you're making quote-unquote suggestions. You ain't making suggestions. You want the books back, baby. You want to run this shit the way you want to see it run and to your pleasure and to your pleasing because the numbers say that it's doing well with the crowd. The numbers say that it's bringing back more fans. The numbers say that merch is doing well. The numbers say ex- the numbers say all the numbers need to say that if you cared about your stakeholders and about your actual fucking product, you would be cool with letting your son-in-law fucking run it. But you can't do that because you are the control all the things. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to... Okay. There are some things that I do like going in WrestleMania and I do... Um, look forward to. I mean, Seth and Logan is going to snatch. Wig. Listen, listen. <laughs> Seth, take it down. I, Logan Paul <laughs> did what he did with the Miz. It was no slouch. That's not what I'm saying. He did what he did with Roman Reigns and made mm-hmm. Roman wrestle. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck is he going to do when he has Seth Rollins to lead him? And play off of him. My God. That match, anything involving the bloodline, anything involving Judgment Day, I look, I ain't got no complaints. And, and, and you know that that's 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 six matches. That's the ball. Like, yeah, that's six matches. So that's uh, like we're sitting here running it down, but that's not that's not a bad shake, right? Uh, and then we still have plenty of other matches to 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 um find out about. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not completely deflated at all. Like you said, someone gave you a Tylenol, the fee was coming yeah. down a notch. But yeah. Judgment Day's bookings, the Bloodline's bookings, Seth and Logan, I, I'm so far, it's okay. Like, we got a few things that don't make any sense right now with the women's tag team titles and that whole situation and that debacle over there. Brock, Bray, Bobby, and and, and, and almost, but not there. So them three, <laughs> Cena theory. I don't really care, but good, good for good for Miss Theory. If awesome. if it's, I'm actually fine. If it's Theory going over, over, he has to go over. I don't then mind. Fine, because listen, let's talk about Austin Theory for just a quick second, right? The bearded bottom. This this <laughs> this. Jesus, can you be serious? Can you be serious? Will you be serious? <sighs> act like Gorilla Monsoon over here. Um, <laughs> ever since this this character changed, he's dropped the cell phone and selfie bullshit. He's gotten serious. He is on point. His matches have been really good. His performance has been really good. His promos have been really good. He he is a great United States champion right now. A great heel mid card champion and. It's very much reminding me of like ravishing Rick Rude as in a continental champion. I am all the way here for Austin Theory, and I hope Cena just doesn't come in and just squash him like he did Rusev at whatever WrestleMania that was. 
You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily a squash, but just like squash his momentum. Like, come on, bro. Like, nah. I want Theory to knock him in his ball spot. Um, A. Yeah. B, I want... He needs to go over. I also want... Austin Theory, there's... I need something. He's shown spurts of ruthlessness. I need to see a, a step up and maybe a new finisher. But I'm happy with the redirection as a whole. I just need for it to match the everything else. I need something else. And maybe even like like Rude had a Rude had heated. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he needs something like that or someone like that to take it to that next spot where I go, okay, that's it. That's the full package. A right valet there. would um, work well for him. I don't know who that could and should be, but a valet with him would do wonders. A valet that can speak. I want to say, I don't know. I don't even know if a valet would be good. If not a valet, at least a good pairing of with a female that can that can that can do kind of what Rhea does for Judgment Day. Like Maybe him and Sonya, but then that's giving like pride. Um, <laughs> I uh, what? Why? The reason I want valet is because Rhea is the meat of Judgment Day, right? Like, right. I it needs to be someone who just compliments and accentuates Austin Theory. So that is usually a valet, right? It can't be Paul Heyman. It, like, it can't be somebody like Bobby Heenan because that's the reason Rick Rude hated having Bobby Heenan as a manager because he overshadowed him because he was, so, was so over. fucking good. Yeah, you know, it was so fucking Who do we, great. Do we, do, we, do we have anybody? Do we have? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. And they don't necessarily have to be able to speak, like, cut great promos because Austin cuts a fine promo by himself. But somebody who accents him and elevates it's I don't know is anyone in NXT currently that that fits that like Robert Stone wouldn't overshadow him you know what Robert Stone would be great with Austin Theory actually Robert Stone Robert Stone would probably be great yeah I like that and I if, actually really if, like that if not Robert Stone Robert Herring <sighs> moving on <laughs> Let me take a sip, child. You, you don't know how to act today, clearly. What I did? What I do? What I did? What I do? I don't. Okay. Anyways, um, so this is we actually this this will come out on Wednesday, which is the first. We're moving back to Wednesdays, guys. So Wednesdays, you know, Wednesday's rolling. Um, which is March the first, which is the beginning of Women's History Month, and I thought that that was a nice time to spotlight and to talk about. And we've mentioned this before, but I I, I looked around. And I said it to the group chat of all the all the champions across all the various federations, women's champions that are black mm. women. And black I said it before, black. before that black women, black women. Mm-hmm. When we come together, we shake the world. <laughs> have made wrestling cool in a way that nobody else really could. The black men are showing up in a way as well too, because. They're not standard caricatures and they don't need like stereotypical um, gimmicks in order for them to enter wrestling anymore. Like they can just enter wrestling like a, re- like a wrestler. I'm just a pretty nigga and I wrestle. I'm just a big nigga and I wrestle. I'm a fat nigga and I wrestle. Like it's no like, I don't gotta be like in crime time or I ain't gotta be like a barber <laughs> or former <laughs> basketball player. Like I, don't, I can just be black and, I, and I'm a wrestler as well. That's, that's what that is. Like, and I love that from Carmelo 
you know, through, you know, Cedric and Shelton and Bob, everybody right now, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm black and a new day. Like they really changed the template of what's acceptable gimmick wise and performance wise for a wrestler. Right. So the men as well have held it down and we've had more men in wrestling, black men in wrestling and for longer to open a lot of those doors. With that being said, doors will open. Great. Thank you. Move. Women, black women, <laughs> black women <laughs> have yeah. really been showing out. And and though, like, even with um, Mercedes grabbing the New Japan title, like they, it was a graphic and it was like Bianca, Mercedes, um, Jade, and like three or four more black women. And it was like uh, Athena Stop right now. Uh, right there. What I did. Because I'm glad you said it. Let's talk about Mercedes um, in New Japan and stardom. I'm going to keep it to myself that actually, I think I'm a little bothered now. I understand Mercedes. Because nobody, nobody else is. Nobody else is. I understand Mercedes Monet is a beloved woman in the wrestling community. But what I can't stand is, I don't like, the reason I don't ever... Not even debate, because they don't know what the debate is. I do not engage with stands, because whether it's the music, whatever. Wrestling stands as well. Because they don't know how to objectively view something. I literally saw a tweet that called Mercedes versus Kari Singh <laughs> the greatest women's match of all time. Now... Here's why that is so ridiculous a statement. Her In week? two ways. One, <laughs> one, you are saying this with a match that involved a woman who was involved in Bailey versus Sasha at TakeOver Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You are also saying this about a match that happened in a ring in Japan. You're also saying this about a match that happened on that Saturday. It wasn't even the best women's match of the fucking night. <laughs> what? First, uh, put that hyperbole to the side. The match sucked, if I'm being quite <laughs> honest. The match fucking sucked. <gasps> they were going for a slow... They were going for that Triple H <laughs> 2009 type match where he would just... He wanted to be Ric Flair, like, really and his flare back, and he wanted to wrestle a slow, methodical, intelligent, smart man. That's what they want, and it's just, it, it never works out when that's what you really are, like, stretching for. Not to me, anyway. This is my opinion, but the match sucked. I watched it start <laughs> to finish, and I was, I was like, that was not good at all. And I had said previous <laughs> to the match that the steam had gone away because, like, no one was... You know, then it ticked up. She started putting these videos online where she was crying, getting emotional, getting everybody hyped up for the match. Then the match happened, and then that's it. And then she had another match. I don't even know who she wrestled. I didn't see nobody talking about the match she just had. Like, after that, I, I have no idea about that one. It's not, it's, she's finding out what, what happens when you what leave. I said. And you what don't have the WWE machine behind, behind you. you. And that's what it is. And I see, I've worked on the side, and you know this, in music for a long time. And I've worked with a lot of artists that, you know, felt whatever they felt about whatever their craft was. And that's great. And that's good. And once the machine that promoted them and crafted them and art directed them got out of the way, um, and they thought that people just were there for their pure talent, 
No, girl. It's, you got to package that shit. You got to put some kind of a packaging on it. You got to spin this shit. You got to sell this shit. You got to inflate this shit. So, like, just believing that you're going to be able to, like, put this shit out there bare balls but naked, like, and it's going to fly. No, you had a you had a billion-dollar machine behind you. Yeah, so you didn't have when to you needed, to show up to work. That's it. When you needed graphics done, they were done the next day. When you needed new music, it was done the next day. When you needed XYZ, it was... And now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there was a lot of work that went into that as well. But, mm-hmm. but what you got to realize is that from an indie perspective, they're working to get to that spot in WWE, maybe even AEW, where they don't have to do certain things anymore. Now, they'll switch gears and pick up other things that they need to pick up at that point. Then, then maybe their focus becomes their in-ring psychology or this, that, and the other, or they want to switch up certain things, da 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 But they can only take that relief and respite on that side because they've now given over the other things that they were doing to this organization. But see, you're working in reverse. You're going from the majors mm-hmm. back to the indies, per se. And, but right. in terms of, like, promoting it across and promoting it over here and, and their foot, digital footprint being what it needs to be, it, it you can't compete where you can't compare. You can't. I'm sorry. And, and New Japan still has, as great as they are, they still haven't figured out quite how to crack this market. They haven't cracked the yes, market yet. Yes, I'm sorry. yes, they haven't figured out how to really appeal mainstream wise to the United States. And people who love pure so and Japanese wrestling are gonna dispute that. But that's only because you seek out New Japan and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If you did not, you would not know what the fuck they were doing. Okay, so right, keep that shit. Um, what what the problem was? She debuted at New Japan, and then did the press conference right after the show, and after that, it was damn near radio silence until the week of the match. Mm-hmm. Where is the marketing and the promo for the weeks leading up to? There was barely anything, and then we get to it, and sure, some people love the match. Some people say it was greatest rest- women's match of all time. Okay, whatever, right? And. And then you have another match, and I think it was in stardom, but I saw one gif of it, and I was like, oh, wait, that's not Kyrie. Did she have another match? And it was, <laughs> what the hell is going on? And I had to, like I just said, research it. And be like, oh, she did have a whole nother match. Who the fuck knew? Who would have thought? Not me. Nobody in our chat mentioned it. You know why? Because nobody in our fucking chat knew. <laughs> that's and, and, and I'm going to say this to say, like, most fans are not doing that due diligence because the smart fans are, yes. But the, the average fan and even the casual fan ain't doing all of that to find out if you got a match because we get told about matches routinely from other organizations. Right. It, right. Even AEW is going to give you a, um, a too big ass old school 90s freak poster where everybody they can put on and on. Right. Right. I mean, ROH is even going to tell you who's like, you, you girls are not letting us know what's going on, and then you wait till the week of to start your promo? No, bitch. That shit needs to be on cycle repeatedly. Pay for ads to penetrate the American market so these girls know that their Sasha Banks is our Mercedes Monet. Yeah. It, it, it just... It didn't work. I don't think it's working out as well as she expected it to. I also think, unless you're just a stan of that woman, people just want Sasha Banks. Yeah, I'm a stan of that woman in that context, in the WWE context. There's because because she came with so much history. She came with a, you know a specific heritage. She changed she the was, game. She changed yeah, the game. She did, and she was the black girl in that group. 
Yeah, it's like it's like when Normani was in with it was in uh I was gonna say Fifth Element, Fifth Degrees. Fifth Harmonies. <laughs> but when Normani was in that, it what what she came with then, and I y'all can be mad at me if you want to, but she was the black girl, and she was the dark skinned black girl. She was the woman of color, the other woman of color, but she was the dark skinned black girl. So we wanted to rally behind her. We wanted to champion for her, and it was it's easier to do. And I she think, also the ate the other girls up. Exactly. So some girls win by contrast. Some girls win by in, in the context of the environment that they're in because you want to see them succeed in that environment. When you remove that environment and we're not operating to the same level of excellence anymore, people clock out. People, people clock, clock out. out. I have no reason right now to invest in Mercedes Monet other than the fact that she used to be Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Because you want Sasha Banks, um, yeah, no, I, absolutely. I think that that's a very important conversation and a very important point to just have. She's going in reverse, and while some have done it successfully, Drew McIntyre did it very successfully. But you know what, Drew McIntyre was. He also yes, he he did he he was mid card at best, lower mid card, you know, but he also worked his fucking ass off. That man was in three different countries in four days wrestling almost every week. Like, if you don't yeah. know what Drew McIntyre did when he left WWE, just look at the first year and look at how much travel and how many matches this man had and killed it in so many different promotions over there, over this sea, over that pond, over this... Like, you will gag. Yeah. If Madcap Moss left and did that right now, that would be a story. Yeah. If, if yeah. Roman Reigns left to do that, it would give, girl, wait, what? Mercedes <laughs> is almost resting on her name, but the, and I don't, I don't want to like, completely like, dismiss what she's done, right? I, I don't, right. I'm not trying to do that, as Mercedes Monet, I'm not trying to do that, but I feel like she's resting on her name mostly. The problem with that is this is not the name everyone's familiar with. At all. Like At CM all. Punk can go anywhere and rest on his name because it's the same name that we've known him as all the time. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is plaster CM Punk on, on the poster and niggas is there. And I mean, yeah. the AEW ratings tell you that his name was a draw. Okay, exactly. Period. I, I think like Mercedes Monet is not the name that people recognize and that people people won. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not. I And don't get me wrong. I get it. Like, she wanted to strike out, strike against yeah. the Empire, do something on her own, make her own name earn her own stripes, go over there and she's heard about Karma and Natty and all them cleaning floors and Japanese dojos and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she wanted to go over there right. and have that moment, earn those stripes. I get it. I get it. And I get this is growing pains in the beginning. But you know, you gotta turn a corner somewhere. Even if you're gonna stay indie, you gotta you gonna have you gotta turn a corner somewhere. And it's only the beginning, right? There's there's room right. time. Room for tons of, all room. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's it could be a year from now that we'll be gagging. It could be a year from now we'll be gagging. Yeah. Right. You know, right. so this who knows? And hopefully she's learning from and I'm not I I I speak very matter of factly and I, I learned that about myself a long time ago. So when I speak and I say my opinion, I, my tone and the, the texture of what I say kind of sounds like, oh, I'm the authority of this. I'm not. I'm not the authority of mm-hmm. this. This is just my opinion. And I think the 
I think I can be backed up by what's happened since yeah. then. That's all. Not us bringing up um, black women this rag this rag a, a biracial girl. I'm a. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get to the other side because we've talked about it. me and Rob have, have recently become the toxic male podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no I got you. Let, let's clean it up. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Me and Rob have recently both gotten back into uh, the gaming world, uh, yes. specifically WWE. In preparation for WWE 2K23, which looks fucking amazing, we have both, thanks to Larry, really gotten into WWE 2K22 and we've been playing a lot. You know, we we played (laughs) here and there when we've we right when we've been together and stuff like but when I go down there for pay-per-views, but it was just uh we're gonna play a couple of matches. Ah, we don't really know what we're doing, but we okay. We're playing playing now, right? Like we're we're setting up online so so we can play uh with each other. We're um pause. And we're like on the game a lot. I, I have been on that game so fucking much. Too much. Thanks. So now I'm like invested in this 2K23 release and I'm getting into these fucking superstar ratings. Let me tell y'all a motherfucking thing. <laughs> Let me tell you one motherfucking thing. There ain't no way in fucking hell any woman, black, white, brown, redheaded, or whatever, should be rated above Bianca Belair. If we don't understand properly, the ratings are based on what you've done over the past year or since mm-hmm. the past game, which is about a year and a half, right? Over the last year and a half, what woman has done more and been more dominant than Bianca Belair? Not one. She has been just as dominant as Roman Reigns, and they should have the highest tied rating in that game. There's no way in hell Becky should be rated above Bianca Belair over this past year. Get the fuck out of my face. Um... That is disrespect. That. that is disrespect on such a level um, that I can't even wrap my mind around. That lady has more defenses than Roman than probably Roman Reigns, and I think even Gunther. Like she has the most title defenses, I think, possibly right now over any champion that we currently have. Running up on a year, I mean, consistently there every fucking Monday. Um. I don't understand how, and I'm not even mad at Charlotte's ranking at all. I am mad at Oscar's ranking. Yes, um, I am mad at that. 89 is rude for for Oscar. Well, um, but, if but, we're gonna talk about the past year, it had it, it, it wasn't until the Rumble where it's like, okay, now this is the Oscar. But they've kind of about the past year. Speaking on Oscar, no, yes, but absolutely, that's then. the point. That's, what I'm that's saying, why yeah. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't equal. Yeah, if Oscar's at 89, then Becky should be a 92? Yeah, she damn sure shouldn't be above Bianca. She shouldn't be a 96 with Bianca at 95. Bianca has been just as dominant and just as unstoppable as the Tribal Chief. They should both be a 98 or a 99 in that motherfucking yeah. game. With everybody I was else thinking about it. I was thinking about it earlier. It's going to be weird to see that Raw championship with anybody else for a little bit. It's going to be yeah. weird seeing that belt on. And that, that belt is now like her permanent accessory. It's her birthday. Like she's coming to the ring very much like this is this is my thing right here. Like I don't I can't imagine that belt with anybody else right now. That girl has run through that roster summarily. Like good yeah. luck. Like I don't I don't like like I'm not even seeing Oscar necessarily taking it off her. To, to be honest, not not there. Maybe the match after. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was saying I don't I, want I want 
Bianca to be the new WrestleMania streak. So maybe Asuka loses and then goes ape shit and like turns full blown heel, and then we can take it off of Bianca at Backlash, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But I want Binky walking out of Mania very much given I said what I said and you know, it was what it was. I don't want that belt coming off her anytime soon. But yeah. But yeah, full circle. Yeah, her Jay Cargill. And now it is what it is. <laughs> But between her, Jade, Athena, um, Mercedes, and and it was like I think three or four other women, uh, black women are, are really, really making wrestling cool again in a way that I don't think anybody else can right now, culturally speaking. And I really wish these organizations would get behind them and 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 push them a little bit more. Um, so Tony, if you hear this, you know, get behind your black girls. Um, Tony, also, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's 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 let's, let's say that. You know, let, let, mm, mm, do I want to go there? Do I want to go there? There's, so many, there's so many there's to go. There's so many there's to go. Depending on which there you want right now. No, I've been drinking, so I don't want to say something that I'm not supposed we'll to say. We'll say this. We'll so, say this, no. Tony. Tony, learn how to book people after they lose their championships. Absolutely. I do want to say that. I do want to say that and learn how to book the finishes of these fucking matches. Just abruptly ending out of nowhere is just the weirdest shit. And though you have a very dedicated crowd, I've seen even they don't know how to get behind that just shit. Like, you got to tell the story all the way up to the, to the, to the last beat. You know? So, like... I'll on. say this about Tony in his defense. Because he's extremely petty. Right? And that is really, really visible because he's on social media. But the thing is, he's no more petty than Eric Bischoff was, and he's damn sure no more petty than Vince McMahon was. The difference is, they did it on their fucking wrestling programs. Tony right. is doing it on social media, where it's a lot more visible, and it, and it has much more lasting power. Like, he's a product of this generation. He, he's a social media owner. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, he's the owner who has social media. Vince and Eric Bischoff, you know, they don't come from that generation. Tony Khan absolutely does. So all his petty comes out in his tweets like every fucking body else's. Um, sometimes I wish he reined that shit the fuck in and realize he don't need to do that. Like, But he's no more petty than Eric Bischoff and fucking Vince McMahon were when they're running things. And Vince McMahon is at... A certain point, because we're gonna get back to is and not was. Because Lord Jesus, mm. I just need it to stop. I need it to really, really stop. I need it to stop now. I need some Stephanie, somebody, please, please. Is there a bus that's going really fast and connect to someone? I mean, just somebody. I'm, not I'm, some... I'm just asking. Yeah, like I just don't understand. I don't like it. I'm not. I'm not pleased by it. We were doing very good. We are 33 days out. Yes. Just let us finish this cycle, and then after that, whatever you know. What after that, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But please. Well, you got LA is going to be a, bl a blast with all of us there. This this is, I think, the biggest group for WrestleMania that we've ever had and don't forget like abe and neek are coming um abe and neek were there i think brie said she would come she won't attend the event but she'll come for the fellowship 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's and I think uh, two, I forget who else said they might pop in. Excuse so me, hold on. I need, a, I need a moment of silence real quick while I say this. <clears throat> Jen, where you at? Child, I texted that hoe the other day. I ain't got no response. And I sent her some pandas. I sent her some pandas and I ain't got no response. Jen, I'm where call are you? Her. I'm about to call her. I'm about to pick up my phone and call her. And be very Where are rude. you? Where yeah. are you, Jen? If she didn't live I'm in back. the goddamn mountains, I would just get in my car and drive over. <laughs> the last time I did that, I was clenching my butthole and fearing for my life. Come back to us. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that as well. Jen, this is us. We need you. You got anything else from your end? No, I think I think we let it all out. <laughs> I think we let it all fly on this one. Shit, the girls get their asses whooped today, baby. We take two weeks off and we come back whooping asses. Listen, that this I don't think it's ever been more proper or titled cash shit. Baby, this is we get the girls knocked out when we <laughs> yeah, damn. We might need to go ahead and do a cash out so we can give the girls a breather. We came in here, came in here swinging, bitch. We came in here and said it's Women's History Month. <laughs> like Bianca, you know that was a tribute to Bianca. That's what that was because you know she'll be beat her with a brawl. BMB. <laughs> she will wash a whore in a brawl. The best female brawler in the business right now. That is the name of the episode. Beat a whore in a brawl. That is the best female brawler in the business right now. Baby, the way she worked my girl backstage that time, I bought before Survivor Series, I have Ooh, never forgotten. Dana and Carmella, was it? It was Dana and Carmella. She wore Dana Ooh, out, though. She wore Dana the fuck out. That was world star worthy. She worked Miss Dana. She worked her. She beat her into face number 76. Okay. So if you right. need to find us, that's reverse underscore real. I am Roberts underscore rules. And you can find the overall handles at the cash shit. And outside of that, anything you want to say before we sign off? No, I'm I'm I am good. I'm I just pulled no, me you another one. You want to give out your DMs or a, a, a burner phone number or anything? Um, <laughs> not to. All right, well, that's it. This is the Cash Year Podcast. I can't. <laughs>